Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast, and it's our annual Halloween episode. That went on way too long, and you guys, Bryce thinks that third time's a charm, and for the third year in a row, he wants me to say, you're in for a fright, and I'm not going to do that. So, welcome back. Hey guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies, experts on nothing. With opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Hi, Annie. I know that you're, you're feeling it's you're you're it's a little frightful for you because you're a little bit your your voice is not. Yeah, it was. It's more frightful for the listeners probably than it is for me at this point. Um, if you it's your spooky, me, sexy voice. That's what you can call. Oh my it. God, I wish I kept thinking like as I was singing "Blue" down for a nap. I was like, I wonder if this is like a Phoebe effect, where like do I sound really good? But I yes. know that's not the case because my voice was like cracking like a 12-year-old boy. That couldn't be true. Well, for people that don't, that's a friend's thing where like Phoebe gets this, Phoebe gets sick and her voice gets like really smoky, sexy. Like she's, yeah. she becomes like a jazz singer. Yes. And we, mine is not like that, but yeah. I'm shockingly way better now than I was the last three or four days. Well, that's good. I'm, I, I'm happy you're feeling better because thank you. it's, uh, I was, I was sick last week and, or just did not feel well, probably not as bad. It sounds like you had it pretty rough. Um, I'm not sure what I had. Um, I'm going to, this is going to be my story of the week though. So do you want me to Okay. No, no, no. I, well, I, I do want to just say just to, just to start and then we can get right into that, but it is Halloween. And I would just like to point out that people love spooky season. That is S-Z-N, spooky season. And I love that people love it because I love it. And I'm so happy that we're doing another Halloween episode. I think these have been, are so, these are so silly most of the time, I feel like. And I also would like to point out once again that our Scream episode with friend of the show, Ryan C. Showers, is currently one of our most listened to episodes, Annie. So I know that you don't love that, but... You know who has not listened to it? <laughs> I'll take one guess. One guess. Your co your co-host. I don't even remember why. I don't know why I wasn't on that episode. You were you were on maternity leave. That's right. And so and you also reason. could not listen to me talk about the tagline of the no. new Oh my movie. god. But you know what, Annie? I mean, there is another screen movie coming out, so you know you might just have to get it again. Anyway. I saw that and I've already decided that we will not be discussing. So <laughs> okay, find, right, right. find somebody else. <laughs> Fine. All right. Well, what is your, so tell me your story of the week. So my story of the week is that I was down for the count sick with something. Um, it was not COVID. We did test and we tested negative. So T got sick before me, which is, I actually very rarely get sick. And, um, so the first day he had it, I was like, oh my God, great. He has a man cold. And (laughs) then he got a fever and then he just like kept getting sicker. And then I felt really bad. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get it. Like no big deal. So I was out because watching blue from work and all of a sudden, like half the day 
So I was home with Blue on Thursday because T was so sick and couldn't get out of bed. Thursday evening, it hit me so hard and fast. Like all of a sudden I had a fever, I had body aches, which made me think it's, which was what made me think it was COVID because that's what happened when T got COVID in 2020. It just was like so quick. Right. So then I was down for the count. I immediately put a mask on, which at that point, like whatever it is, like Blue was already exposed to, but I still... I still put a mask on because T was coughing so bad. Yeah. And so he put on a mask on too. And so then Friday he woke up and felt a little better. I was so sick. I like gradually got way worse while he got gradually better. Oh my God. And I don't know what, like I said, I don't know what it was. It, we were negative for COVID. Um, well, and I, I think, know. I mean, I like I told you, I'm a conspiracy theorist now, but with COVID, I think that the tests that they even that there's so many new variants and new. Yeah. Things. I mean, obviously, you can still get sick with things that aren't COVID, too. But I mean, totally. the, fact that, the fact that COVID is like it. They, I don't think that the tests are like up. to. They're not progressing no, as I, fast as COVID is mutating. I totally agree. I completely agree with you. And also, like. I don't think it was the flu because I had a fever for like six hours. So my fever didn't persist very long, but like a cough isn't really associated with the flu. Yeah. One thing that makes me think that it was COVID is that blue. I'm now on day what? Six of this. Mm -hmm. And blue is unaffected. Like no sniffles, no nothing. And, and I know COVID just affects babies differently. And so, Mm -hmm. That's one reason that makes me think that that's what it was. Um, I am starting to feel better. I don't sound that much better. I did almost completely lose my voice. But T told me, he was like that. We've been together almost 11 years, like just shy of 11 years. And he was like, that might be the sickest I've ever seen you. Yeah, because you didn't, I mean, when you, even when you tested positive for COVID, you didn't, you weren't sick at all. No, I was You were the Peloton every day. (laughs) Yeah, like I wasn't sick at all. And so I don't know if it was a new variant. I don't know if it was like, I know RSV is going around, but RSV affects babies so bad. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know what it was. I was telling you. I think you people know. also like, I think people also, for some reason, because we were in such a bubble before that we like, I feel oh, like I totally. haven't been really sick for like two years and I'm like coming up. I've like, I've got, even when I had COVID, I didn't have it that bad. And like I was even like. Even a normal, like just everyday cold is going to knock everybody out. Like it's like absolutely. it's influenza A. Um, but I was telling T, I was like, I wish I was one of those people that when they got sick, like stopped eating. Yes. All I want to do when I'm sick is eat. Do you want like, and you want like all the comfort stuff too, don't you? You just don't. A hundred percent. Although for me, like, I agree with you, but like, I have to just, I just make myself soup, which is, I mean, whatever, that's not like, that's neither healthy nor unhealthy necessarily, but like. I, I, it, I want all the good foods, but then I haven't, I'm like, I can't even taste this or like, it's not as good well, cause yeah. I'm like sick. And I, it, it just defeats the purpose for me, which I've learned. Maybe yeah, I'm just, which is true. And I needed, the, I, don't know. I needed like the warm stuff. I either needed like soup or like ice cream because from coughing, my throat was like so oh, raw. Yeah. And so you should definitely have gotten ice cream. Oh, I did. Don't you worry. Okay, good. I was going <laughs> to say, I don't need to be was, sick to eat ice cream. <laughs> The other thing that I determined is that I always thought that the ugliest a person could look is when they're sitting, <laughs> is when they're sitting in the like the chair getting their hair done. Okay, and like you have that stupid like apron up to your chin on. There doesn't matter how thin you are, you have fifteen double chins. Like 
it is inevitable when you look in your hairdresser's mirror or barber's mirror you're like i've never been uglier (laughs) (laughs) that theory was disproven this weekend when i caught a glimpse of myself (laughs) coughing in the mirror (laughs) and it is that is the ugliest a person can look is having a full-blown coughing attack because your chin <laughs> your chin retracts to the back of your skull. Oh my god. I never even thought about that. Did you do the thing where I can just imagine you like walking through your house and just like passing by a mirror as you're coughing and like you turn oh. into yourself and you're like, oh my god. I was god. horrified. I was horrified. I was like, oh my god, I will never ever allow someone else to see me cough ever. <laughs> It was so bad. Well, I i mean, since we're rehashing things, my story, <laughs> I feel like we talked, I feel like there was a run of time where we talked about COVID, like, I mean, like everybody Constantly, else did, but yeah. like a constant, we're like, and I mean, I, that also stems from the fact that I thought I had COVID every single week when there was every day. every day, it was COVID. So I wanted to bring up once again, what, you know, I do like, Halloween, obviously, but I what I do not like, I do not care for, are is flying. Fear my fear of flying. Yeah, which is so bizarre. And I don't want to belabor this, and I don't want to. I, I this will be a very short story of the week. But I flew back from my cousin's wedding, and I it was the it was the worst. It was the bumpiest flight I had ever been on. And like, granted, I found out later. Everybody, I think I'm. <laughs> You're making me cough through the screen. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I, don't, I mean I don't I've think passed it on. I don't think I think if you see someone sneeze, I don't think that works. I That's think true. Sneeze. But um, I know. Yeah, is it sneeze? Anyway, um, yawn. So I yawn. Thank you. Gosh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I it was there was really bad winds out of Vegas, and I was flying from Denver to um, Burbank. That doesn't that that's really beside the point. But it was just I found out later that the no one no plane in the history of air aircraft in history of aircraft carrying industry that a plane has gone down because of turbulence. But the turbulence was so bad. I mean, it was like I had I literally didn't have anyone sitting next to me in the middle seat. There was someone in the aisle seat, but I had my left hand. On the on on the, on the uh, armrest, armrest, got it. Handlebars, handlebars. <laughs> I had my I had my right hand on the armrest, gripping it, and I had my left or I had my right hand underneath my shirt, like holding on, holding on to my shirt, like on the side, like under my armpit, like cradling myself. <laughs> Oh my God. It was, I'm not kidding you. It was so bad. And I was like, what is going on? And then we get down on the ground. Finally, I, I don't know that anybody clapped, but they should have, cause it was bad, but, and no one said anything. Like the pilot came on and was like, so then, so then they were like, then we get down into Burbank and they're like, yeah, well, there's just like, sorry guys, there's a plane in our, at our gate. So we have to we have to like wait on the runway because they're going to Vegas and they've been grounded because of Vegas because we had just gone through Vegas and the wind oh, was so terrible. Yeah. Apparently the Kardashians had to turn around too. They Kim was well, going there. They canceled the first day of that when we were young tour. 
Yes. So or this is this was the same evening. Yeah. And they had to like turn around because the 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 um the wind was so bad. <laughs> like, oh, so we were like the guinea pigs going through the, you know, like flying through the freaking thing. They're like, yeah, don't go to Vegas. <laughs> I mean, oh I don't know. That, I don't know if that. I don't know if that's true. I'm just. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's bad though. I've. I don't know if I've ever heard of. I mean, I agree. No plane's ever gone down for turbulence. Here's the thing, though. Also, I'm not saying it wasn't bad, but I do think that there was an added element of you being afraid of flying yeah. that probably made it worse. I do want to tell you though, the last time we talked about this, and this is the last point I'm making about it. You told me you said. Cause I told you like the descent always like, I don't like the descent for some reason. It's, I don't know what it is. It feels very bumpy at that time. And that's what I don't like. And you are like, okay, so put on something, put on a show that you like or listen to music or whatever. And every time, ever since you told me that every time on the descent of a flight, which is often for me, I do that. I like, I'm like, okay. They're like, okay, we're starting our descent. And I'm like, all right, put on something, you know, like I'm going to watch yeah. an episode of friends or I'm going to put something like put a, Put some music, calming music on, and it and it does really help. I mean, Good. this flight didn't help at all, but right. I mean, I maybe just need a prescription to Xanax. So anyway, um, yeah, but go see a hypnotist because they can like cure your fear of flying in like one session. All right. Anyway, now it's time for Peloton in sixty seconds, the segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we talk all things Peloton for just one minute. Are you ready? Ready. Set. Go. Okay. All right. So Halloween rides. I am going to take Kendall's. I think she, okay. has a, she has a Halloween ride where she's wearing a wig. I haven't taken it yet. I've been saving it for Halloween. So have you taken it and or are you going to take it? I have not. I might take it. I'm going to Omaha tomorrow. And so I am taking my Peloton shoes. Nice. So I can ride at my parents. So I might let me know when you do it. Maybe I'll join you. Okay. That sounds great. Um, what else have you been doing on the Peloton? Nothing. I've been on my deathbed. Whoa, that's right. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, no, I literally haven't done like, I've worked out twice, like in the last two weeks. We might've already talked about this. So apology everyone, but I feel like it's been really hard for me to get on the bike recently. And so I've been doing still a lot more strength classes. Why is like walking? I mean, I feel like I'll just, I just would rather go for a walk almost where it's like, and, well, you and I, through phases though. Yeah. And it, I never felt this way though. And I, and it's not like I want to give up the bike by any means, but it's just like, it, it's just like, okay. It's a, it's it really a, is one of those things where it's like, you just got to get clipped in. Yeah. This has been Peloton in 60 seconds. This episode of the nobodies is brought to you by Emily Why didn't you use the sexy voice? Uh, you mean your psychopath voice? It was my psychopath voice? I definitely thought it was my sexy voice. Well, it's not, and it's appalling. But you know what's not appalling is apparel, specifically from emilyroggenberg.com. Ain't that the truth? Her hometown apparel that represents Cleveland, New York, and Los Angeles are so tight. Oh my god, we've talked about your use of the word type. All right, well, I think her products are awesome. Okay, well, that I completely agree with. Emily Roggenberg's clothing is top of the line with unique designs and beautiful neutrals that you can wear for any occasion. You truly can wear them anywhere. The bar, the coffee shop, trips to get burritos. Trips to get burritos? Okay, whatever. Um, but yes, right now you can save 20% off your purchase when you order on emilyroggenberg.com. That's right. 20% off at emilyroggenberg.com. Promo code nobody. Guys, I promise you will not be disappointed. And now back to the show. This segment is called Annie's Nightmare. Um, Annie's Nightmare on whatever street. 
Oh my god, is this about know. the fucking Taylor Swift album? <laughs> yes. God damn it. Last Friday, Taylor Swift dropped a new album called Midnights at Midnight. However, TikTok has done the opposite of praising the album, but I do feel like um, everybody hates her music right at first and then loves it. I mean, aside oh, from you. Oh, really? Aside, is that from you, you aside from you, aside from you, but how did you, how have you felt about Taylor Swift being back in the zeitgeist? I mean, I just need everyone to shut up about it. Like, who cares? I just, the, here's my thing too. Like, I used to be like, if everybody, you know, whatever. If you like her, you like her. If you're a fan of her music, you're a fan of her music. Don't care. I'm not a fan of her as a human being. Because, again, for the thousandth time, she plays victim for everything. Here's where, now I have a bone to pick with her fans. Okay. I was listening to a podcast and the host of the podcast, it's one of my favorite ones to listen to because it's just like a lot of pop culture stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're huge Taylor Swift fans, which is fine. Obviously, I'm still going to listen because I like their other content. 12 hours after the fucking album came out, they were like trying to dissect everything. And then one of them goes, no, everybody just needs to chill out. You need to let the... It needs to marinate. You can't, I can't, I texted you whatever it was that they said, but they were like, you can't just like fully absorb the gravity of the lyrics in 12 hours. And I was like, I hate it here. I hate it here. Like this cannot be a real conversation. <laughs> People are actually having for, for real about a person that they don't know. That's the funniest part about it. It's horrendous. Like, I think you need I have the sympathy coughs now, by the way. You what? I think I have sympathy coughs now. I know. Sorry. <laughs> uh, why are you sorry? Do you think you caused it? I mean, yeah, if there's sympathy coughs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But no, anyway, like, I just have a bone to pick with the fans because they're making it so dramatic. Like, right. enough with the drama. It's just. Well, like I, like I said before, I do feel like people, they, they like it. Um, they, I feel like they haven't liked any of the music that she puts out. The only albums that people have loved right off the bat are the ones that were the pandemic albums, which were the surprise ones. So right. it is, I mean, I, I'm not, and this is really neither a criticism or like a defense, but I just, it is interesting because the, like all the, almost every single album, like in recent, the ones that, you know, have been public, I, I mean, all of them have been, but like, I think the. I don't remember which one it started, but like they didn't, oh, it was the reputation one. It was like when she like went bad or whatever and people didn't like that one at first and then now they love it. And then she had the one that was like a little bit lighter. She, it's a, I know it's a pink cover. I can't remember what it's called, but they- I mean, was, you're yeah, looking at me I, like- I, I know, I know. I don't, I didn't mean it like that. I just, they every single one of them that had, I was working in entertainment tonight at that point when, when and that was a whole, I mean, you would have loved that. That was like a- it was like we had to stop everything. Like anytime Taylor truly Swift. It's truly shocking to me. And everyone, all the idiot Swifties are constantly like looking for these Easter eggs or some shit. Like every single time there's a story about it, I'm just like, come, you guys, come on. Okay. So TikTok has also had a time making videos from Taylor's new song, Antihero, where she basically takes responsibility for her past mistakes by calling herself an antihero and repeating lines in the song like, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. So Annie, what do you think about that line? I think she's finally been reading my DMs to her. 
<laughs> you are the problem. Yes, it's you. You are the problem. Or whatever the lyric is. Do you think I should get a writing credit on that? <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely you should get one. But I have listened again to a couple of other songs and I, I felt like the lyrics are a little bit better than I had originally thought. So I think there is something to the marination. I mean, as much as you hate that, there might be something to that. I, I will just hate also, the drama of it. Like I agree. You can need to like think, you know, like music affects everyone differently. So like, I have no issue with needing to take time to like go over it. And especially if it's an artist that you love, but like, like for instance, there's a, um, little baby song. It's what is it called? Hold on. I'm only looking for it because I need everyone to go listen to it if they haven't heard it. It's so popular. He, the bigger picture. Oh yeah. That's one that like, the more you listen to it, the more you catch on to what the lyrics are saying, and you're like, holy right. shit, the message in this. Like, well, I, and that's such a powerful song. Like, right, but like, so that's I understand the concept of that, but to say it like. There's just so that's much. like okay, but you can't, and that's that's even nice that you're even like slightly defending Taylor Swift because that, but that song is like a very powerful, like social, yeah. socially relevant, like powder keg of a song. These are right. like, <laughs> I went to the like I, I'm beju like I'm be yeah. These I, are like I, I'm I, I was the laughing because it's me. I'm the problem. Like yeah. Well, I was laughing. Or I sent I sent a text to somebody. Maybe it was you guys. But maybe it's you and Steph because we were talking about it. And she went from, which I think uh, the the lyric is the the more that you say, the less I know. And I fucking lost my mind when I heard that. I was like, that's an incredible lyric. And she went from the more that you say, the less I know to rhyming collarbone with telephone. And I'm like, this is, I mean, come on, that's lazy. Right. The other thing that I would like to note, and then we can get off this subject. Cause I know that this is your, again, your nightmare. So, but it is worth noting that because of your disdain for Taylor Swift, people immediately, like people are friends and people who listen to this podcast immediately think that I love Taylor Swift. Yeah. And if do. that is it, well, I do like Taylor I'm Swift. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike her at all. Yeah. Again, I think she's a lyrical genius, but I'm not like a mass, I'm not like a Swifty, but I think people, because of just yeah. our relationship, it makes me actually like Taylor Swift more just because, and if that's not like, our brand in a nutshell like oh my god in conclusion our brand is very strong still yes no matter <laughs> because what. we were like oh you must be a huge Taylor fan of annie hates her so much yeah it's, we can both like not like something that's what the best friendships <laughs> or we are can both like of. something i do feel like we, we we do like a lot of the same things so we do anyway you know godspeed to taylor swift i guess but the other thing that was annoying is that she did all the albums. You know, she I was like, just gonna say that's the most obnoxious. Well, thing. explain that. So she basically she she released all the albums at the same time. So she released she like, released technically like four versions of the same album. Yes. So her hardcore fans are gonna purchase all four of them. And, and so, be so the it top skews, four. yeah, it skews the numbers. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's really stupid. And as a person um, that has a lot of musicians in her life, that's bullshit to smaller musicians. For sure. For sure. So. All right. Now it's time for another annual installment of Spooktacular Slashers. 
because nothing gets me in the mood for spooky season. Again, that's S-Z-N, more than scary movies. Let's begin fittingly with Halloween Ends. It is the final installment of the Jamie Lee Curtis saga, and Jamie says she's done with Halloween movies. She also said this 20 years ago when she said that that was the last time she would appear in Halloween movies. She is de deemed by the world, the internet, whatever, what have you, as the final girl, which is a comes from a an 80s article about women in horror films. Most of the time, the women become what they call the final girl, who always, who usually bests the killer at the end Got of it. And she's kind of the ultimate final girl. Same with like Nev Campbell from Scream and some other people. Like they, they, that's what, whatever. So, um, I, uh, let's see where, and these movies make a shitload of money and she's a big part of that. And it goes to show that women over 60 can bring people to the box office. Oh yeah. I love There her. is something, there is something about Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know what it is, but it, there is something about her, especially in that role that just makes you like feel for her. And I don't, I mean, it, it just must be her as a person, but I, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like how this, how these movies continue to make money with her involvement and they don't make as much money without her. So yeah. it's uh, like very odd. I, uh, I've actually never seen them. The new um, one. I, or any of them. I don't know if I've ever seen any of them. Okay. Well, I thought you were going to maybe wear the, the, the horror shirt that T has, the one that has Michael Myers and Jason. I probably will. I mean, I know the premise of them. I don't, we've been over this before. Like I do not I fuck with scary movies. I know you don't. The first Halloween is actually a very good, like it's old and it's, but it's not that long and it's super scary, but it's not like, it's not bloody. It's not, there's no like, it's just more psychological. and But that's what I don't fuck with. Like, I know. I can do bloody and gory all day long. I'm completely That's unfazed. crazy. Totally unfazed by it. But when it comes down to like the side, like I don't like shit that jumps out. I don't like, I, this, there's a big difference though, because like I'm a huge true crime fan. So I think that's why like yeah. bloody gory doesn't bother me. But I don't fuck with ghosts. No. And I don't fuck with like the psychological where's like what's going to happen what's going to pop out next right right well i do want to tell you that this so this was the last movie and i went to see this movie at a friday matinee by myself in kansas city prior to my cousin's wedding because i could not wait another second that's how crazy i am i also did myself a favor and broke my fast to get the biggest bag of popcorn imaginable i'm so proud <laughs> thank you um this movie has not gotten great reviews and the story was a little uneven and more heady than the like kill 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 you know in the previous installments but i absolutely fucking love what they did with jamie's character and that was the only thing i cared about going into this movie this is not you can like tune out at this point annie because like that's all i'm gonna <laughs> you don't need to like care about like, <laughs> um <laughs> but it was beyond well done like halloween ends like that was the one th if anyone has there's a lot of criticism there's a lot of talk about it online which i do think even if the movie is bad there's a lot of people, it's, it's very like split between people. Like some people loved it and some people hated it. Some people are in the middle, like whatever. But I do think the that cult is, followings of these horror movies are crazy. It's crazy. It, it, it's, it's absolutely crazy. Horror is the only genre that like will get people and like Marvel. They're the only movies yeah. that get people into theaters. I don't understand what it is about being in a theater and being scared that people absolutely love. It's also though safe because it's not your own home. Exactly. 
And I wonder if there's something to that. And you're with all these other people who are scared. Yeah. You know, it's a collective experience. You're going through it. You're fighting, you, you know, you, and if it's done right and you care about the characters, like people do for, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis and Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox and all these people that are in these movies, that if you care about them, then it makes it so much better. Um, but yeah, I think that I thought that they did. This was the first movie in her in like, she's played this role like seven times. Yeah. And this is the first movie where her character is like happy and like, doesn't give a shit about a killer stalking her. And oh. so it's like, thank, you know, it's like, finally, yeah. we don't get the same shit over and over again. You know, you have something where she actually seems a little bit happy and then she, you know, well, I won't spoil the ending, but Halloween ends is in theaters and streaming on Peacock right now. Uh, next up, sort of a slasher, is Dahmer, which hails from mega creator Ryan Murphy and stars Evan Peters as insane serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. The series is absolutely incredible and also nearly unwatchable. Uh, they sort of glorify him, but I really think it's just that Evan Peters is that good. Like, I don't think he, I don't think they really try to glorify Dahmer. I just think I Evan agree. Peters is really, really He's good. Give him all the awards. Give him all the awards. I'll be interested to see if they actually do because of who he portrayed. Yeah. Um, uh, it's going to be hard for him to ever do another role. Yeah. At because least he'll have to do like an ensemble something like to get out of that because, yeah. you know, he'll have to go to like back to American Horror Story or do something that's. Or something like so he's going to have to do something like so lighthearted. Yeah. To break. I mean. I like forgot that he wasn't Jeff Dahmer. Crazy. Like wanna, he was so good. Do you want to know the best way to do a Dahmer impression? Oh God, what? It's just, you just don't open your mouth. So you just are like, I don't, I didn't mean nothing by a dad. And you just try to keep your voice like really, really close. Oh, that's actually really creepy. Good. What? I just want to take some pictures. I just want to take some pictures. Yeah, you just don't move your mouth at all. You just keep it really, really light and tight. Actually, you have to kind of purse your lips a little bit, but. Wow, that's, no big, I'm no kind big of freaked thing. out. That's really good. Are you shocked that I can do a good serial killer impression? <laughs> well, like specifically him. I'm like, shit, could Bryce have played him? <laughs> maybe, maybe Evan Peters wasn't that good. It's just like an easy role to play. <laughs> I didn't mean nothing by it, Dad. I love that part. I didn't mean nothing by it, Dad. That is so crazy. Come on. Let's just have some beers. <laughs> you just don't open your mouth. It's really easy. You purge your lips, don't open your mouth. That's how you guys do it. Wow. If you're dressing up for Dahmer, that's all you got to do. All episodes of Dahmer are streaming on Netflix. Next up, not a slasher, but we both watched it, and it's called The Watcher on Netflix, oh, yes. which also hails from Ryan Murphy, which I know you love that phrase. It hails... Mm -hmm from um and it's based on an article in the cut ryan murphy wrote every episode so that's a big deal because ryan murphy he 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 show he doesn't show run he executive produces a lot of shows but doesn't show run or write every single episode like he did with this one and i think it enhanced the material you know a million times um it's um it stars naomi watts because nicole kidman turned it down I don't know if that's true. I was just. Oh, I was like, was wow, really? That was a joke. <laughs> I mean, I mean they're like, like the same. They're like the same. I mean, I'm looking at her and they're friends. They're And they're both Australian. Like they're very good friends. Well, and it was like a role that normally Nicole Kidman would be doing. 100%. No, I feel like his role was much harder to play. 
Yes. He, I mean, he went through like a, a roller coaster of emotions and that's yeah. Bobby Cannaval. I think that I'm saying that right. Bobby Cannaval. He's, and Annie, you'll appreciate this. I think he's basically the male equivalent of Judy Greer. Like he is so 100%. underrated. He's so underrated. Like how is he not he's like a major so movie star? Good. He's, he's so, so good. good. He's such a good actor. And yeah, you're right. I think that he, I think he had a much, he had a much heavier lift for that because he was the one that was so paranoid. Yeah. I recommend that show that like we watched that while we were sick and T was locked in and he's never locked in the show. Yeah. You texted me and said like, have you watched the watcher because we're locked in. Yeah. We were like, in it. we watched all seven episodes straight. Oh my God. Okay. We're well, Jenna- we were also on our deathbed. So true. No, but I mean, that, they're, they're pretty fast and you don't want to stop watching once you start. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Coolidge is also in this. And the best, do you want to know the best way to do a Jennifer Coolidge impression? Yes. Okay. The best way to do it is just to be very breathy and take pauses. So you have to be saying something like, your house is so nice. You know, you just have to wait. And and, you, you, know. you also have to like squeeze your nose right here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh your, voice is too, your voice is too Your house is so, your house is so nice. <laughs> that also gives me like kind of like Jim Carrey as the Joker vibes. <laughs> you mean the Riddler? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, he was probably a serial killer at one point. <laughs> that's maybe what I sound like. <laughs> All my impressions are just serial killers. <laughs> Oh my God. Um, okay. So all episodes of the watcher are streaming on Netflix. Finally, finally also not a slasher, but I'm saying this because I know you love ghosts. Um, honorable oh mention God. is 28 days haunted, which is about three groups of paranormal experts investigating three separate, but equally haunted spots in America. This show is actually pretty freaky. That's F R E A K A K Y. Like, I don't know who, I don't know who knows what's real, like in those shows. Like the, it's a paranormal okay, show. Those, like, sho- those shows I actually like. What is that streaming on? Netflix. So it's on Netflix and there, okay. are, there are three places that are haunted and they're not like known. The 28 Days Haunted is basically apparently after 28 days, if you're in a, if you're in a house, like with no distractions, no issue, a paranormal expert or, or, or investigator is able to pierce the veil between the spiritual veil is what these like historic paranormal act um paranormal experts have said before so interesting yeah so it was uh it was okay, interesting i, I just I finished it watch that one just Mama maybe watch the like first episode and it, they're really um they're they're like 30 they're like 30 minutes long Perfect. and there's only six episodes Oh, so it's really it's really fast. I mean, I basically watched them all on the plane. That also could have contributed to my fear of flying because I was watching yeah. that. Although I don't get freaked out by that because I because I'm on the toot toot. I'm on the production side of things, so I kind right. of so it's sort of like, all right, are they doing what are they doing? That's like you could manipulate this, you could do that, and they do do certain things to kind of like bridge a gap between like you know, they show like recreations and they show, they'll show like a shadow or they'll be, someone will be like, there's a shadow on there. There's a shadow right there. And then they'll show kind of a fake shadow. That's clearly fake. Like it's oh, not well, actually, I don't like that. Well, but some stuff, there is, I mean, then glass will fall. Doors will shut things that, like there's a porch. There's a thing. This isn't a spoiler necessarily, but like at one point they come out and uh, the, all of these cabinets are open and they replayed the tape. Like they were in a different room. They came out, saw the cabinets were open. They replayed the tape and like all the cabinets just open on their own. Like it's, 
and, and like there's see, nobody like that. See, so like I like small doses of that because I believe in it. Yeah, I agree. But that's also why I keep my distance from it because I believe in it. And I right. do not want to welcome that into my home. Well, and we talked about Unsolved Mysteries too. I don't know why this is such an aside, but we talked about Unsolved Mysteries. I watched a couple of them. Um, there's new episodes of that also on Netflix. And one is about a UFO, the UFO in, um, yes. where was it? It was in Michigan. And I mean, did now, you watch Skinwalker? Ridge? No, I haven't watched it yet. I'm God going to, I promise price. it's on my list. It's on my list. I promise. But I, I'm just saying that I told you this. I'm like, I'm now fully convinced there's no, t- like there are UFOs. Like there is intelligent life. I don't, it's like, oh, not, 100%. Even about, it's not even about that anymore. At first I could be like, no, they, you know, I could, I could be probably convinced otherwise. But not anymore. No, there definitely Um, is. And they are walking among us. Absolutely. Yeah. That's freaky. Uh, Okay. So 28 Days Haunted and uh, a a portion of uh, Unsolved Mysteries. They're both on Netflix. All of 28 Days Haunted is on Netflix. And then the Unsolved Mysteries kind of comes out like week by week. There's like three episodes a week or something. Okay. Really quickly. The final story I have is, is about a skeleton thief. I'm talking about a, a like a plastic skeleton. I figured. According to the New York Post, which is page six's parent publication, just in case anyone thought I was getting news from somewhere else, a Texas thief took off with a skeleton and a rocking chair that was attached. It was zip tied to a rocking chair from an Austin resident's home's front porch. And the entire incident was caught on camera. Footage from a ring doorbell camera captured a man driving up to the to the victim's Austin home in a black truck at about 6 p.m. So the sun was also still up. Um, the owner told Fox 7 Austin that he zip tied the skeleton to the rocker, hoping to deter thieves. But the thief just decided to take off with both items. The homeowner said the skeleton and the rocking chair cost him about $250. Uh, this is not the first skeleton stealing incident to hit the Austin area. Recently, a neighbor's ring camera caught another thief stealing a 14-foot skeleton decoration in broad daylight. The thief was seen loading the Halloween decorations into the, ba- the to the black into the back of a black truck. Um, it seems like we have a common getaway vehicle here. Like, aren't skeletons like fifteen dollars? Is no. this a famous skeleton? Yes, they're the huge, like four. I think there's a fourteen foot one and a nineteen foot one. They sell at Home Depot and they sell out in like seconds. And so people really? are now, yeah, it's like a thing. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, I thought it was like Tupac skeleton. That I would be like, okay. I mean, let's steal that. Don't he, play with he, my heart. He's probably still alive. So yeah, I'd maybe understand even if it's like a skeleton from, you know, like Matthew McConaughey's front stoop, like, Hey, you it's a think. famous skeleton. Like I know I it's the, all the bloggers made them like super popular. Yes. And so they're impossible to find. And now they're getting just stolen off people's front yards. Like I said, I mean, it's like, I, I don't know if like, are you into necromancy or you just like feel like you want to display your stolen skeleton on a porch pretending like you went to party city yourself is just stupid. I, I mean, mean, it's all social media. That's wild though, that they have these, these freaking like giant ones that are, yeah, they're huge, they're huge. So that is so stupid. All right, Annie. Well, that's it. I mean, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. I hope that it's, so what's blue is blue getting dressed up. Are you dressing blue up? Blue and T and I all have matching skeleton costumes. Oh my God. Okay. Well, that's the one thing that you have. You have to send me the picture of blue. You can send it all three of you, but I need a photo. Yeah. Well, we'll be back in LA for Halloween. So okay, great. 
Just remind okay. me that day. We're flying. We're flying on Halloween. Okay, and then are you gonna are you gonna like try and hand out candy? Are you gonna does anyone do you think well you're at a new place, so yeah, I'll get candy for sure. Um I probably should have done that before I leave town, but oh well. <laughs> um so I'll get candy because we have quite a few kids in the comp or like in our building. Okay, great. So my venture. I eh, we probably won't venture out with Blue just because he's not even one. Well, I just don't love our neighborhood for that. So yeah. I'm gonna but we'll go through the building yeah well that's great i want candy yeah anyway. all right well happy halloween everybody stay safe watch some scary movies or don't and eat way too much candy the nobody's podcast is produced by annie wilkinson bryce mcclay and the believe network you can and should follow the Nobody's Podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Nobody's Pod. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And remember, the best way to support the show is to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a new episode. Please also subscribe, rate, and review our show as well, so hopefully we won't always be nobodies. Finally, we hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.